0: Family-owned and operated since 1975, lawyers' titles, dedicated, experienced, and professional staff provide a proactive approach to make the process a smooth and seamless experience. Get more than a title policy. Get a partnership beyond your expectations.
1: It's time to get down to business on TK Business Live, brought to you by the members of the Topeka Independent Business Association. Now, let's join Tara Dimmick, owner and publisher of TK Business Magazine as we take a look into the business world of Topeka, Kansas.
0: Hi, and welcome to TK Business Live. I'm Tara Demick, and it's great to be with you this Saturday. And I have Wing Commander Skoda with me. He is the 190th Air Refueling Wing Commander. And so this is, I've been excited to have you come and join me because, gosh, it's already been a couple months. But a couple months ago, with Leadership Kansas, we had missed our refueling opportunity to get up to go into the air and watch this whole thing. And um, and so we got to go with another class. And I I got to be honest, when I was getting started and thinking about doing this, I was like, okay, cool. I get to go in an airplane. It was life changing. It was like, wow, this should have been on my bucket list. I didn't even know it should be on my bucket list kind really? of
1: feel. It, it was that impactful. To
0: you. It was huge. To, you, to get up there and lie down and right. get to see an Uh, this plane fuel another plane
1: what kind of receiver aircraft did you refuel i don't know
0: i was just in la la land this is amazing
1: was it big or was it small
0: it was smaller and it could do flips because it went beside (laughs) us and it flipped over (laughs) okay and was kind of showing off
1: sure so So you had a fighter aircraft yes probably an a-10 or maybe an s-16
0: I think it was an a I feel like that was something I heard.
1: We refuel quite often with the 442nd Fighter Wing, which is a reserve unit over in the state of Missouri. They are home stationed at Whiteman Air Force Base. And so they are one of many here in the in the Midwest, right through the middle section of the country, that, that we do daily or weekly refueling training with. Oh, yeah, they're impressive.
0: They were amazing. And it was so fascinating. It just seemed so smooth and easy. And it was so complicated and not smooth and easy. And like how I would have done that. There's no way that would have all worked out so well if I would have been a part of that. But we, you know, for those who haven't ever gotten a chance, it's, it's also something that you offer to a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity to get to do this. Um, somebody said, oh, well, you're just, it's because you're in Leadership Kansas, but that's not the truth. If, if there's an opportunity, you, you do share this with the community.
1: We do. We try to target civic leaders. People that uh, are in positions of influence, circles of influence, where they can tell the story uh, and share the story of the 190th area feeling Wing with our uh, our our <laughs> the, the people who are just like us that pay taxes for our nation's defense.
0: Right. We have this incredible, you know, I I, I want to say thing. There's this thing in Topeka that people don't really know about that is pretty amazing, and right. it's the 190th Refueling. So tell us a little bit about what. What is the 190th and uh, what impact it has on Topeka?
1: It constantly surprises me when I find people that don't even know the, the air refueling wing is, is down there south of Topeka when we've been here in the in this, uh, county, in the city for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 190th Air Refueling Wing, let's talk about a wing first. A wing is an um, organization that's tasked by the Air Force to perform one or more missions. So if you think about it, you have bomb wings, you have intelligence wings, you have reconnaissance wings, you have fighter wings, and you have air refueling wings. The country, the United States doesn't have, the United States Air Force doesn't have global reach, global mobility without air refueling. And that's what we're tasked with. So the 190th Air Refueling Wing is over 950 airmen and 12 aircraft, 12 KC-135R model uh, air refueling aircraft. And in-flight air refueling is our primary mission. In fact, uh, one of the mainstays or one of our biggest responsibilities in providing air refueling are aircraft that we have tasked to... Support our nation's command and control structure, airborne, in support of strategic nuclear deterrence. We have airplanes that are there and ready to go every day, every hour of the day, all year, continuously, aircraft and air crews.
0: I think it's one of the surprising things to me, and I don't know why it's surprising. I mean, it's, I reflect on it now and I think, wow, you know, we just live kind of in a world where we don't realize how much is actually going on every single day to ensure our safety. We are thinking kind of almost like it's in prepar- It's, it's, it's going to be prepared if we need it. But it's actually mm-hmm. every single day ensuring that we're ready and prepared. And that was right. some, one of the eye-opening experiences that, that, right, that's happening right here in, in our county.
1: Right. When you came out and visited, um, I said we had a little over 950 airmen. About a third of those airmen work out there full-time because the base is open all the time. We have elements at the wing, our command post, our security forces, and our fire station personnel that are 24-7 operators. Uh, But on a daily basis, Monday through Friday, including one weekend a month, our drill weekend, we have folks out there. So we go from a a full-time force of about a third of that 950 to a full 950 on drill weekends like we just had this past weekend. June 1st and 2nd was a drill weekend for us. Big training event.
0: So, thank you for your service. So, what what got you into this? What made you decide to be a part of?
1: Great question. Um, for me personally, so everyone out there, all 950 Airmen have a different story, which is really fascinating. Uh, my story personally was, uh, we, we are transplants to the state of Kansas. We lived in Kansas now more than anywhere we've lived in my entire life, but we came here and started a small business down in Independence, Kansas, Montgomery County. And I always wanted to fly something that said USAF over the wings. And uh, you got to experience that when you came and flew with us and saw that yeah, when you looked cool. out the windows. And I just, I I did not know how to do that until as a small business owner in southeast Kansas, we met a man whose son worked for the air refueling wing. And he told me all about it and he helped me with um, uh, the application process. He just informed my desire finally to to make an application and, and come fly with the wing. So I was very fortunate to get picked up in 1997 uh, with the air refueling wing, 22 years now.
0: That's incredible. So I, I think that's one of the things I've loved about this story more, as well as the opportunity mm. to really be a part of something that's pretty impactful and transformational. And there's a great opportunity for for those that maybe are sitting in a place where they're like, I want to be a part of something. I want to be some part of something really important. This is really important.
1: Well, and my story is a little bit circuitous, and and it took me a long time to figure out how to serve. Um, by doing interviews like this, by maintaining our, our Facebook and Instagram, Twitter accounts, our, our, our YouTube channel, we can get the word out there better. It's more available to young folks. And that's um, the majority, I would say, of our airmen at the wing uh, will will join the wing right out of high school. They see the benefits. Uh, tuition and books are 100% uh, paid for in the state of Kansas by the Kansas National Guard. And what a great opportunity. Uh, they can A young airman can enlist right out of uh, their junior year in high school and begin their first six-year term. They, they spend one year with the student flight once a month learning about the military, learning about wearing a uniform, learning about... Customs and Courtesies, just learning about the support structure within the military before they ever go to basic training, and then on to tech school. And it's just uh, an incredible opportunity that the the, the the door is wide open south of Topeka. Our recruiters are available uh, all the time. Our main number, can I say that? Yeah, here? absolutely. Our, our main number for recruitings is uh, 785 area code, 861-4295. And uh, the recruiters are Ready and willing to tell the story, provide all the uh, information that anyone wants to ask about, to to tell them about benefits and joining and, and what a career looks like.
0: So, you know, what are the benefits afterwards? When people, you know, I think about how when you're looking at workforce development, you're looking at people who can be a great person to work for you. How does going through the experience of being in any type of military experience, mm-hmm. how does that impact a future employee, if they don't end up staying with the Guard or with military, does that impact and make them an employee that that has some skills that are unique and, and separate them from maybe the rest?
1: I think about all the conversations that I've had with students and, and parents when I talk to them about was serving in the in the Air National Guard and the Armed Forces particularly, but I want them to come serve with the 190th Air Fueling Wing, of course. There w- how do I say this? Uh, there's so much to it. So uh, I want to drill down and say it in a sequence that makes sense to pe- folks listening to this program. For somebody to take a step out and, and become part of the wing and just swear in, that means that they have met um, some pretty rigorous physical standards. They've met some testing standards. When you go to the military entrance processing um, service, you take uh, an ASVAB test. And don't ask me to remember that acronyms. <laughs> Designation, right? I, it's a how, test. Yeah, <laughs> it's a test to see how your skills and abilities, your intellect is, and see what, where you could be matched up to a particular job. So just to swear in, you've made it past that process. And then all military members um, have uh, clearances and great responsibility. When I talk to employers uh, in the community, they know they can trust somebody that's served in the military. There's a there's a uh, a right. Stigma that uh, there's a right stigma about the fact that folks that are s- serving it, our country, have a high level of trust and can be trusted. So, um, what I tell parents and students is a lot of times they can go to apply for jobs, and there are many jobs out there that, that uh, have you check whether or not you've served, and they give a uh, veteran's or a service member's consideration first they may interview that person first. All things considered, if they have the same resume as someone that hasn't served, they may very well pick them. Um, so just it's just great experience. And whatever job you go into in the military, out at our wing, uh, that job can have civilian certifications and qualifications that translate easily over to the civilian world as well.
0: Just a great skill transfer and, and some leadership too. So one of the things I wanted to ask you about was leadership and some of the key aspects of leadership is mm-hmm. as you see them and going through and you know i i was telling you it's extreme ownership it just hit me it was it's called extreme right. ownership the book and at invista our executive team has been kind of doing a book club on extreme ownership so and it's been fabulous to mm. take concepts that come from from the military and be able to see how does that apply to the business world so mm. you know as you think of leadership what are some of those things that are, are key
1: Well, the first thing that hit for a young airman is all the responsibility that they've been given. Um, That first key element of of leadership is in building their technical expertise, being good at what they do. For example, a friend of mine, his oldest son joined the wing. And so I watched this this junior-turned-senior-turned-high-school graduate uh, go from go from high school graduation to basic to technical school and now i see this young man out at the wing every morning driving uh, equipment around that's vastly bigger than than any car or truck uh, that he's ever that he's ever handled and there are many pieces of equipment and he's been trained through technical school to tear them apart overhaul them maintain them uh fix them, anywhere. They do everything on these machines, and those machines, our flying operation doesn't run without the support of those machines. So leadership-wise, our young airmen first work on becoming technical experts. So when I talk to those young airmen airmen, and we talk about developing them as leaders, I first say don't worry about anything except being a good person, walking with integrity, and being really good at what you do. I need you to be the expert first and, and do it do it with trust and integrity. And all the way along, I want you to build relationships in this wing. Don't just stay stuck in your shop or your or your section. Right. Get out and f- meet everybody at all your f- available free opportunities so that you can know what everybody else does around this wing. Well, as we were talking before the show, the Air Refueling Wing is like a, a small city. We're an autonomous unit we, that, that can su- fully support our flying mission. Um Without external help, although we do reach out to the community to help ourselves, and we have mutual agreements to to work with the community in certain cases. Um, we are self-sustaining. We have uh, a police department. We call it security forces. We have a fire department. We call it the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a force support squadron, which most people call uh, human resources. We have a communications flight, i t. Of course, we have our operations group and our maintenance group. That's whose primary responsibility is flying and maintaining the aircraft. And uh, anywhere they are, I ask them to build relationships uh, out in the wing to know what goes on and be experts at what they do. And from that point, from that basic point, um, it doesn't really. You've, you've experienced this. It doesn't really change as you as you gain experience or position or title. You keep doing that throughout your career. It, it works out very well for you. And I've seen that myself.
0: Yeah, it does. It's amazing. It's when you break it down, it's often so simple, right? Right. It's so simple, but it's a lot of work. Building those relationships, caring about people, investing your time in them, understanding that sometimes the most important work you did for the day was sitting and hearing what somebody else does and engaging with them because that is going to reap benefits later on. But then being a true expert so that you can be respected and, and, um, it's it's interesting i it's such a simple thing and yet so hard right. at the same time
1: i think it uh the root there is just being authentic and and really putting aside self when you're leading and if you think about that that's what any service member is asked to do ultimately you know when you hear that phrase this individual gave the ultimate sacrifice Every single military member is, is asked to be prepared to do that. And if they can really do that, that selflessness um, translates through to people who tend to become good leaders. So it's a great foundation for our young airmen to, to build on uh, in careers. And, you know, circling back to your original question about um, benefits and employment and things like that, that is why uh, when, our, when our airmen go out into the community, wherever it is, whether it's city, county, or further out to the state, we, we have some airmen that commute in from around the country. They're highly sought after for for their not just their skills, but for who they are.
0: That's incredible. Okay. So I want to, before we uh, let you go, I have a couple yeah. of things I want to make sure we talk about. One is, um, you know, we, we talked about this kind of being a um, a secret, a secret about Topeka that and Shawnee County that shouldn't be a secret. So can you talk a little bit about the impact that you have as a base um, on the community and on Topeka?
1: Well, let me see. I just uh, had our comptroller email me this year's um, economic fact sheet. And our 12 aircraft are valued at $55 million a piece. So we have approximately $660 million worth of aircraft sitting out there. but all totaled the value of the resources and the assets that are there at the 190th Area Fueling Wing here in Topeka, Shawnee County, are a little over a billion dollars in buildings and property and and things like that. We have uh, our greatest asset, our people, I mentioned over 950 airmen. You know, if you think about that, that airman is just the tip of an iceberg. So that airman may have, uh, may be single, they may have a family, they may have a spouse, they may have kids, and the majority of our airmen, my family included, we live right here locally. So you know the spouses may work locally. they may they may be at home. Um, the kids are going and in, in the same school systems right here locally. Uh, let's see. our payroll is uh, is uh, about sixty million dollars plus. We fly uh, around four thousand seven hundred hours with those aircraft a year. That is a, is a big fuel bill every year. Yeah. Uh, right here, what I have in front of me, if I'm not reading the number wrong, is a little over $21 million. And um, economic impact-wise for, for building and renovation projects, if you think about it, in the last 10 years, um, I'm going to round up slightly, but we have modernized or renovated most of the facilities on the base to the tune of $80 or $90 million or 90000000 dollars And you think about when we do that, um, those contracts are rightly, they're awarded to to local contractors for design, for architecture, and for the actual builds and maintenance. So that is just the tip of the spear because you think about the families and the children and, and extended families. My parents moved here, you know, so there's another family that... Neither one you of them are serving has in the wing. The
0: population of Topeka, <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right, doubled our family population. So
0: that's awesome. Those those are huge numbers. Those well, are really important numbers.
1: Well, then I would add, you know, these are these airmen and their families are here in the wing. They're they're going to not only going to the schools, but they're in the grocery stores. They're in the inter, they're they're participating in the entertainment industry downtown renovation. I know it's a big deal that we're all glad to see, um, and and then they serve. You know, uh, they serve at various organizations. I don't know if if I mentioned one or two by name, and probably I'm not singling them out, but I just know firsthand that we have uh, folks that that are involved with harvesters and the Topeka Rescue Mission, and and a uh, oh, several others, probably Red Cross and and the uh, YWCA. But just because I'm not mentioning something doesn't mean I'm <laughs> right. Okay.
0: But that's important. They're they're participating. They're helping grow Topeka. Right and right. they're making that impact that's so critical right so how does somebody find out more information about the 190th refueling ring wing
1: so there are two great ways uh, you well there's a I think about it now there's many great ways just go on Google and type in 190th air refueling wing and our, our uh, civilian or our, our uh, unclassified page is going to come right up for you but you can look us up on faith, Facebook same way 190th Air feeling wing uh, YouTube And then we have a wing app. So if you go in the app store for either Android or Apple, then you type in 190th Area Feeling Wing, you're gonna get the wing app. And that's uh, just a great tool because it it lays out our recruiters, not only their phone numbers, but their email addresses and all their individual phone numbers. I think their cell numbers are on there. Sorry, guys and girls. Um, (laughs) No, they'll love that. Uh, But it also talks about the specific benefits of serving what, what you, what you get as a as a military member talks about the requirements. Uh, every week we update the open career fields list, and they've done an incredible job. Because I re, a year ago this page was full. We still have openings. We will always have openings, um, but they've done a great job, and and the word is getting out. Yeah. So we have. Um, we still have spots in uh, aircraft maintenance, fuel systems, hydraulic systems, air transportation, electrical power production within our civil engineering function. Uh, and it looks like the majority of these skills here have this this bold uh, field that you see me pointing out to you. And what that means is a $20,000 bonus for somebody that completes their third year. Uh, I think they get $10,000 after their third year. And in their fifth year, they get another $10,000 so. You think about, uh, your high schoolers, uh, if they don't have a scholarship and they're about to graduate high school, uh, even if they do have a scholarship, uh, it's such a growth experience to at least spend one term of enlistment serving your country. Um, but our, our young airmen can graduate college with their degree debt-free. And then by the way, you know, these bonus career fields of which there are many, they, uh, they could have a house payment or a car payment. I'd advise them to go for the house first, but it's up to them. You know, so there's a lot of a lot of freedom, a lot of great experience for them to come out and serve.
0: That's awesome. It's it's really I mean, we've really been talking a lot about the <sighs> workforce development and how different than maybe we've been thinking about it for the last several years and what opportunities are out there that really we can be taking advantage of and our young people can be taking advantage of. That it's okay if a four year degree is not the this first Mm -hmm. starter place, but is there a, is it, you know, can they do schooling at the same time? How does that process work? Is it an after?
1: I am so glad you asked that because one of the greatest myths about serving in the military, specifically in the air national guard is that when you swear in you, you give up on the rest of your life. And the biggest thing to emphasize to folks is that this is primarily a part time job one weekend a month, two weeks a year. Uh, and the the training and and all the work that you need to do as a drill status guardsman, a part time guardsman, is done on those drill weekends and that annual training. So there are people that go to school full time while they're they'll even work other jobs and and gain experience and supplement their income, and that's um, perfectly within bounds. They're perf- perfectly capable of being able to do all that.
0: It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Okay, so thank you so much for joining me. Go through real quick, uh, one more time, where can people go to find out more information so we have that one more time.
1: Uh-huh. So Google 190th Area Feeling Wing. Uh, go to our Facebook page or go to Facebook and just type in 190th Area Feeling Wing. Go to the Wing app and uh, go to the App Store on either Android or Apple and search for 190th Area Feeling Wing. And uh, all that information will be right at your fingertips. And we look forward to hearing from you.
0: That's awesome! Thank you so much. That was one hundred ninetieth Air Refueling Wing Commander Skoda. and uh, a quick shout out to our sponsor, the Topeka Independent Business Association. You can learn more about them at Topeka T I B A dot org. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Ken Daniel, and the name of my company is Midway Wholesale.
1: What is TIBA? TIBA is advice and support. TIBA is information and education. TIBA is a voice for small business.
0: It's amazing the changes that we've gotten made in state law to the point where we had a list at one time and it's just about finished.
1: The Topeka Independent Business Association is strong because of its members. Become a member today by visiting topekatiba.org.
0: If your current insurance situation has you going around in circles, get off the roundabout and make the Garrison comparison. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and Jim Garrison is there for you. Stop in and see State Farm agent Jim Garrison, northeast corner of the roundabout at 29th and Yurish.
1: Thanks for joining Tara and her guests on TK Business Live. Join us again to hear more from our community business leaders, entrepreneurs, and people making a difference in the landscape of how business is progressively moving forward in Topeka. TK Business Live is brought to you by the members of the Topeka Independent Business Association.